Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. You're listening to Secure the Insecure, the podcast where I say it's okay to not be okay. I'm Johnny Seafront. Every week I'm joined by one very, very special person. So they're here to tell you their most important thing that means something to them, to educate you into the unknown. Joining me this week, we've got a very special girl, Liv Baxter, who joins me. You might know her from Instagram as Liv's Living, an amazing inspirational page full of inspirational quotes, inspirational messages, and just telling you how to live happily and not to think about the unknown. Now, interesting enough, she is friends with Ollie Marcus, who you might know from episode two of Circadian Skirt. Both of them have had eating disorders. And what's interesting is that no one has the exact same journey. Just because you had an eating disorder doesn't mean you're the same as the next person. Being friends, it could have brought them together or it could have been competitive between them. Liv joins me today to tell me what her journey was about having an eating disorder and then how you get to live afterwards and actually carry on. Because not we always think, okay, well, we're going to have that label and we're going to hold that label and then that's it and that succumbs us and that is who we are. We are defined by what we've had. We're defined by that insecurity. I've had an eating disorder and that's my life over. But it's not actually like that. And Liv is here to tell me what her journey was and how she came out the other side. I loved my childhood, I really did. I have the best friends, I went to school, I wasn't necessarily very academic, but I just wong my way through school. Um, food wasn't really an issue for me, although deep down I did always, th- I was always on and off diets and felt a tiny bit guilty for eating certain foods that didn't really change my way of eating i was very along with all my friends we just ate whatever and did whatever we wanted to be honest and it was great it was really really good i enjoyed my childhood a lot and the same for my siblings we were all just happy and free i was very insecure and I don't think anyone would know it, but every time I did eat something, it would go through my head, like, should I be eating this, should I not? And although, yes, it didn't stop me, I said I went on those yo-yo diets, and then it got to year 11 prom, which everyone knows you have a prom, you you go out shopping, and me and my friends, we decided we would go all out, and we would go to the dress shop, the really expensive ones. We wanted to look amazing. Social media definitely had an impact on this. And looking back, I can't believe I was like this, but it's normal. You compare yourself to every single person on your Instagram feed. And amazing could have been 
the Jenners, the Kardashians, everyone you see on Love Island, anyone. But that wasn't me. And no one can force themselves to be someone like that. So every time I'd look in the mirror, I was thinking to myself, I'm not amazing because I was me and I wasn't someone that I looked up to in that way. So from then, I thought the way of making myself happy and making myself amazing was to be skinny. And I went on Slimming World. And from day one, I was so strict on Slimming World, like cutting out foods. And when you were meant to have 15 sins, I would have five. Or, and just being not following Slimming World at all. I was following my own world. And I lost a lot of weight quickly. And from then it got worse and worse and I was just cutting out more and more foods. I remember there came a point where I was still on Slimming World, but I wasn't losing any weight. I'd already lost quite a lot of weight and I was still not happy with myself. I was thinking to myself and Googling, why am I not skinny enough? How can I get skinnier? Because I thought that's where the true happiness would lie, was if I was skinny. And eventually... Well, my parents did realise this and I went into an eating disorder hospital and I was I was so unhappy. I was unhappy with my weight. I was unhappy with my life. I just thought my life is over. Like, I have nothing. I'm not happy with anything because I've completely lost everything. My friends were doing their A-levels at the time and I wasn't even at school because I study fashion, which I loved. But I was in an eating disorder hospital and I wasn't happy. And the hospital couldn't even help me because I was so unhappy. I wasn't even following it. I'd come out of the weekends and not follow the meal plan that I was set. And I was just, I didn't want to be there. So I wasn't getting better in any way. I came out for a bit. And I went on holiday with my friends, which I loved, but I was restricting heavily. A few months later, I remember my mum saying to me, Liv, we need to do something. You're not getting better and you can't keep on living like this. So I actually had hypnosis. I begged her. I said, you're right, I do have to do something, but I can't go into hospital because I thought going into hospital, I hated it. I was there every day and my life was taken away from me and it was just making me worse. So I had hypnosis and from the first day of hypnosis, I really did change as a person. And I remember looking into the mirror and I saw myself smiling. I saw the inner me and the inner beauty that you can get from your life and how your beauty isn't defined from how you look on the outside. And you can't compare yourself to anyone because you are you and you are the inside of you. And from then on, that's when I started my Lives Living channel and I relate to that every single day, multiple times of how you can't look in the mirror and see see you. You have to dip, dig deep within you to find the real beauty and that's how I'm, how I'm recovering from my eating disorder. That's how I'm looking at it, is that it's, it's what you are inside rather than outside. I feel it's in my heart and what I love to do, my passions. I love, I do love fashion. I'm a fashion buyer and I love styling people's clothes. So let's go back to the prom because you said that was a really key thing for you. Prom's an interesting thing. It's all about how much money you've got, how you can get a limo, how you can have the best dresses, the best pre-drinks. For you, it was all about the way you looked in that dress. Were you comparing amongst your friends together about the way you were all looking were you all in this together or was this you versus everyone else 
it was definitely me versus everyone else. I don't think anyone really thought too deeply into it like I did. I was comparing to my friends as well. And I remember I was thinking I'd never look the way my best friends do. They all look stunning and I look horrible and comparing a lot to what they look like. Did you ever talk to your friends, though, about the way you felt? I felt like I was embarrassed. I never really wanted to admit it. I would say it to my mum. My mum would be like, don't be so stupid. But I just thought, that's my mum. Obviously, she's going to say I look the best because I'm her daughter. And obviously, she's going to say, tell me to shut up because that's my mum. She's never going to be mean to me or be upset my feelings. And I just didn't believe her. And what about your friends? What would you say to them now? I would look at the situation as what we're celebrating. We're celebrating the end of a year. Celebrating, I would be going away to my fashion college and they would be staying on for sixth form. So we wouldn't be spending every day together. That would be, it would be one of our last moments together. And I, I would cherish the actual moment rather than how I looked because how you look in a situation like that is such a small percentage there's so much other there's how you drink as you said there's the pre-drinks there's the after there's the who you're having a sleepover with there's the dj there's the food there's the atmosphere there's the pictures there's so much and how you look is just such a small percentage that you just can't focus on that otherwise it's like thinking I'm going to do badly in an exam. Thinking you're going to do badly in an exam, you're going to do badly in your exam. Thinking you look ugly is just the same. You're going to telling yourself you look horrible. It's just going to make the whole atmosphere negative rather than thinking this is such a nice way to end the year, such a nice time to end this period in my life. It's more positive. 16 is such a hard age, though, when you've got your GCSEs and you're all thinking about everything else and you're thinking about the way you look and you've got social media. What do you think we need to do for the next generation of 16-year-olds so that they don't start comparing themselves to each other when they are so young and there isn't much they can do about it, but to be happy with who they are, not what they are? I think we definitely need to spread this positivity and spread this message that life is too short. Focusing on such shallow things is just not worth spending your life thinking about. I always say that that life is really too short and we never know when we're going to go. We never know what's going to happen tomorrow and to live every day like it's your last because if you don't, you really will think back and regret it. Think to yourself every day, if this was my last day, is this how I'd want to spend it? And is this how I want to look back on my memories? And is this what I want to remember, to think back on my memories? Because you're not going to remember the little stress that you felt when doing up your prom dress or you're going to remember that that amazing laugh or that amazing joke your friends had. The way your brain thinks is very different to the way other people think of you. Think of the whole experience rather than the little tiny percentage of how you look. Prom was a big thing for you and you joined Swimming World. I told you to eat as much pasta, rice, potato as you want, but, you know, I limit it. Uh, and as you said, you would have five sins a day. I go for about 20 sins or 40 sins or 60 sins, depending which day it is. We don't count. 
but you went the other way and you limited that. That was to make yourself look good and to be thin as you could for prom. Did you get to a stage where you just thought, do you know what, I'm spiralling so out of control, I don't actually want to be here anymore. This isn't the world that I want to be in. I always thought that happiness came from being skinny. That never really hit my brain. It was only until I've now gone the other way and thought dieting for me could have made me die. So it's really not about my food. And I, I just think now food is food and my body is my body. My body does so much for me. And now, yeah, being skinny is not worth dieting for me for quite has turned into an eating disorder and has turned into anorexia. Life isn't worth having an eating disorder. And it's only now that it's come to come to me that since my hypnosis and since my live, li- lives living that life is too short and my body image really doesn't matter. Some people who I've spoken to in the past have had eating disorders. It was about control. They can contro- could control their food intake. For some, it was... I don't want to live anymore. This was the easiest way to stop living is to starve myself to death. For you, it was looking thin that went that step too far. And it's really hard to comprehend because we all want to look a certain way. We get hungry, whereas you starved yourself just so you could look thin to look in, to get into that dress and afterwards. When you're in the eating disorders clinic and you're around those other people who had eating disorders and you're all talking about your experiences, how did that make you feel? It's weird because when you have an eating disorder, it also comes with body dysmorphia. It's very competitive. You always think that you're the biggest in the eating disorder clinic. I remember when I went into the first session i said to my mum mummy it's so embarrassing the doctor's gonna look at you and say why is she here she's fat and my mum was shocked that i even said that and i i I really believed that i really i remember the first day being in the hospital and i thought like these girls are gonna laugh like they're gonna think i'm a fraud they're gonna think i'm fake and that was what was wrong i don't even think although i was very small and i was arms away it's not even what you look like. It's what's inside your brain and what it's telling you and not having that food freedom like a normal person would and battling every single meal, every single snack until you get it. Eat Inside the eating disorder clinic, it's really hard. Everyone's in competition with how fast they eat, how slow they eat, what they're eating, where they get to sit at the table, how they eat the food if they get let out certain times in the real Bill and Endo now, as I'm learning, you everyone's on their own journey in life. And what is the point of comparing to anyone? If you have an eating disorder, comparing to someone in the eating disorder unit or comparing to someone on Instagram that you see because you're just battling your own, own troubles and everyone faces them. It's just learning to cope with them and how to get the best out of life were people egging each other on almost of you need to lose even more weight in the eating disorders clinic so although you're in a place a safe space where you should be putting on the weight and you're learning about your own metabolism and your own journey was there a competition that actually you should be going either one way or the other way amongst your peers there um it's weird because most people in the eating disorder unit want people to get better i'd say so they do but then they're but they don't want to eat themselves. And someone with an eating disorder would see that as sabotaging. It was my first day and I cried over having some nuts or something. And 
one of the girls, she was actually a bit older and she she had a massive tantrum. She started screaming because I was crying over the nuts and I got to stay in the dining hall a bit longer. And I just remember she was very ill. She was in there a long time. So she wanted me to eat the nuts, but she didn't want to eat them herself. So it's it's a weird way of thinking. No one's healthy. No one's a healthy mind when you're really in there. But so they want you to get better, the girls in there, but kind of in a sabotaging way. And what about your friends at that time? So you're in an eating disorders clinic. What happened with your friends? Were they? Did you speak to them? Did they encourage you? Did you know what to say to them? Did they know how to support you? I feel like when you're in an eating disorder, it's also very isolating and you really isolate yourself. I went off of all social media and I didn't really want to speak to many people. I was in a really low place at that time. My friends... Yeah, they did come round my house quite a bit. I guess it was hard for them to know what to say and hard for them to know what to do. They were also going through their A-levels. We were all going away that summer and they were obviously amazing. They, If I could go on holiday, I could go on holiday. And if I had to cancel, I had to cancel. But, yeah, they were amazing. It's just probably very hard thinking, what do I say to someone like that? No one could change my mind. And it's almost like... For them, they want to go into my head and just shake me because that's sometimes what I wanted to do to myself. I want to go into my head and say, shut up, eating disorder, and just eat the food and get better. But you can't do that. It's only me. I have to get myself better. What do you wish they had said to you? What I tell myself every day, I guess, that life is too short. They say this now because since I've brought out my lives living, I feel like that really helps me. When I stress about going to Starbucks and I see a calorie on the Frappuccino and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's the calories everywhere. And they're like, and calories don't define you. Like, it's too short to worry about that. Like, you're going to have a nice, a nice Frappuccino. It's just a food. Like, who cares? And that does help it puts it into perspective I guess and also my friends help me in a way they some of my friends are funny they're like I've just had pancakes as a snack send me and make fun out of food rather than making it such a negative place and there I think from me some of my friends are really are really not care don't care about their body image at all and that really helps Okay. So, you come out, you set up this new Instagram page, Lives Living. What made you want to speak out about having these this post? I think from my YouTube and my Instagram, I was very much inspired by others and their channels and their Instagram. And it's really helped me. I watch millions of even TED Talks and just YouTube, recovered, recovering YouTubers and which has really helped me so i thought maybe that would help me as well and also help others so and it has it really has helped me a lot just i think of it as my way of diarying and posting and just telling everyone that it's okay to not be okay and that you can get through every moment and just thinking of other ways to think about life when it gets you down because your head can be a dangerous place and it can change your mood so quickly and change the way you see life. But just 
reading even something positive can bring a spark to your brain and think, yeah, you're right, like life is too short. Or if you have a fear of a certain food, just thinking, um, yeah, like life is too short, like let's just eat it. Like what am I gaining out of not eating that? Nothing, absolutely nothing. And I'm actually gaining more by eating it because I'm gaining my life back. I'm gaining more life. Liv, I can't thank you enough. Before you go, what's your most inspirational quote that you live by? What's your mantra? So one of my hypnosis appointments, it was in Harley Street and there was a bin right outside my appointment and it was a notes for strangers quote that said, learn to fall in love with your life. And I love that quote. It's been on my background ever since and I remember saying it to my hypnosis man and he mentioned it whilst hip hypnotizing me i live by it every day you have to fall in love with your life fall in love with yourself because you can't fall in love with anyone else or anything else until you fall in love with yourself and your life and that's also a poster in my room behind my bed amazing livia baxter liv baxter you've been amazing lives living on instagram please do check it out amazing when someone speaks out about an eating disorder or one of those issues that has held on to them for so long and they've had to go on such a journey to get out the other side and it's really hard to actually be open about it and actually say yeah this was me but i don't want to be defined by this i want you to know that this happened to me but i don't want this to happen to you and i don't want it to happen again so if you could take something away from this podcast just think about the next time you want to have a relationship with food and then you're looking at the way you look about yourself because no one's perfect no one looks a certain way and thinks right that's how i want to look at prom at a party at a wedding we've all got that little bit of an insecurity we've all got our side that we want to showcase in photos but remember it's for one night it's not for a lifetime so don't take it too far and just hold on to that fact that you are amazing and it doesn't matter what everyone else looks like it doesn't matter if people don't find you attractive in that moment because they do and put it on social media and then you're wanting likes you'll get the likes because you look good and you feel confident in yourself that's the most important thing have confidence in the way that you look and that you care about yourself because as Liv said if I'm not for myself, who will be for me? If you've liked what you've heard, please do rate the podcast and share the podcast. Like I always say to you, I can't make this podcast successful without your help. And I really want this year to push it out in 2020. I want people to be listening. I want people to be taking note. And I want people to be educated that it's okay to not be okay. If we can do this one thing and make someone not go through one of these experiences that they don't think, okay, I'm on my way to prom and I need to lose weight then we've done our job together and you're part of the Secure the Insecure family and you're helping me to push that message out. I've been Johnny Seafoot. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, thank you and goodbye. Hold up. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.